Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. 087-67-97-104. That's the WhatsApp number. You can drop us a text at any stage during the show this evening. Now, I don't know if you've ever lost a pet or a dog or, or whatever, and it's always a it's always a very sad moment, isn't it? Because they do kind of form part of your family. They are like another extended part of the family. Yeah, my cat is like my child. I mean, I mean depending on what kind of family you're in, also sometimes the dog or the cat gets priority over you as a person. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're younger and you yeah, grow up with the dog. Yeah, yeah. It's like, listen, we don't care about you. It's the dog's birthday. Um, but it is obviously really upsetting if you've ever had to, you know, uh, part with a dog because they become, you know, a part of you and a part of your family. But somebody is doing, well, trying to maybe solve that problem in a very strange, unique, futuristic sense. Ron Gillespie joins us now on the live. Ron, uh, on the line. Ron, how are you, sir? I'm fine, thank you. And you guys? We're good. Yeah, really good. Can you explain to someone listening right now what it is that you do when it comes to dogs and cloning and stuff? Well, actually, what we do is that we basically have a new, you know, um, highly developed form of breeding. Instead of producing a dog through natural breeding and ending up with 50% or approximately 50% of the genetics that you desire, we produce a clone. We produce an identical twin of your pet. And so you end up with a dog or a cat or recently a squirrel who uh, have the same genetics and very likely will be um, almost identical to the dog or cat that you had, depending on, of course, what the environment will add to that. But generally speaking, the animals are identical. Um, Certain genes are transferred, such as intelligence, so you end up with a dog that's as smart as the one you had. Um, And um, then it's up to you to take it to the next step, which is to make it as, as similar as the dog or cat you had, or to um, maybe even modify it if you tried, uh, if there was a feature or a personality uh, fact that you had before that you'd like to have changed, you have that option then to do as well. This is blowing my mind to think that this is actually real, because there was a movie years ago, I think, with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, or something where they got... I can't remember what it was, but it was definitely cloned dogs. They definitely, he thought he'd killed a dog and then he went down and got a clone dog, but then the dog showed up or something. To think that this is actually happening now, that you're able to clone and, you know, duplicate your dead pet. I'm just like, it's my, jaws, my jaws on the floor. Yeah. Do you I, like it? I, I do like it. Well, I had a pet dog from, it was a black Labrador from the time we were babies, right up. I think it was my 18th birthday around that week yeah. that she passed away. And we knew she was, she yeah. was but she was the nicest temperament beautiful dog and if you know any dog we've gotten after that or compared it to other other dogs that are walking around we're like they're just not the same as her she's just she was perfect she was really good with kids she was good with adults you just never let go of the old one she was intelligent you needed to move on no but if you could have kept that dog forever 
I would. Oh, Ron, can I ask you, why did you want to actually start doing this? What was it? What was your motivation? Actually, it started in your country. Um, right after Nolly the Sheep was cloned, the company I was working with, a couple of years later, cloned the first calf. And, the, and it was a, um, a Holstein calf that was then used for breeding. And I became fascinated by that um, and thought that there were other animals that uh, should be cloned as well. So I formed a company in 19, uh, 1998 called Perpetuate. And we've been uh, in business since. We primarily um, preserve genetics. We primarily take the tissue uh, samples from the animal, preferably while they're alive. It's much easier then. And then we culture those cells, and then we cryopreserve them. And once we have them cryopreserved, then you can use those cells at that time and any time in the future to produce a clone. And so that's what we do, and that's how we've been doing it. And it's it's still unknown by the vast majority of pet owners. We think maybe only 2 or 3% in the United States are aware of this. Um, but now that we're actually cloning in the U.S., we used to get our dogs cloned in South Korea. Now we're cloning in the U.S. More and more people in, in our country, anyway, are aware of this, and um, the business is good. Okay, so let's say my, my I have a pet dog, mm. and uh, let's say it's my pet dog, Lacey, that we had for years growing up, and Lacey got its name because it would, as a pet dog, a little puppy, would always undo your shoelaces. I don't know if it was teething or whatever, but I always attacks people's laces. And I grew up to, I can't remember how old I was, maybe about 10, and then had to be put down because it was just too sick. So what happens if I'm in the vet about to put down the dog and I want to I wanna clone it and bring Lacey back to life? Not back to life, but I want to clone Lacey again. What, what steps do I need to do? Well, at that point, as soon as you euthanized her, they would then collect two or three small pieces of muscle tissue or skin tissue. Um, they would put those into a solution that would keep them preserved um, and airmail them or send them by a courier to our lab in Massachusetts. And usually the, the shipments we get out of, particularly out of London, will reach the U.S. within 24 hours. Um, and they have to be, of course, kept cool, not frozen. Um, and if we can get them within 24 to 48 hours, we then will be able to culture the, the uh, cells. And once we get the cells cultured, we preserve them. And from that point forward, you could use those then to, to clone your dog. And when we're saying cloning, so we have those cells, they obviously have to be, is it artificially inseminated or implanted into another female dog of the same breed to kind of take off, is it? Yeah, that's where the real difficulty and that's the real challenge is that you then have to take um, those cells, and then we have to line up a surrogate mother dog, if it's a dog, and it can be of any breed. And then we have to, and this is where the real difficulty comes, we have to then collect egg cells from other dogs, other females. And we then take those egg cells and we nucleate them. We remove all of the DNA through a very sophisticated or with a very sophisticated microscope. We remove all of the DNA from that egg and then we take the cell that we've created for you and we do the same thing. We remove all of the DNA from your dog's egg or cell and we transfer it into the empty 
uh, egg cell. And once we do that, we then have a one-cell embryo that we strike with electricity and it begins to multiply. And once it begins to multiply, we now have an, um, an embryo that's multiplying and within a few minutes, we will transfer that to the surrogate mother and we'll transfer at least a dozen of those cells or embryos. And she then will have a full litter of, of cells that will begin to be developed into uh, fetuses and then ultimately uh, one or more of these these clones will be born. And so we usually start with about 12 eggs, and we will have at least half of those eggs will attach to the uterus and then become developed. Some will fall off and not be hmm. fully developed. And then at least one or two or three will be born, and each of those will be a clone of your dog. So, yeah, so, wow. So you, yeah, I was worried that, your dog's DNA would be uh, diluted by the surrogate mother's DNA, but no, you've you've sorted that out. You're taking away all all the DNA from those mother cells, or whatever. And it, this is mind blowing. It's brilliant, and it's obviously really expensive. But I know you you were saying you don't actually make any money yourself from doing this. No, we're it's a profitable company. We're we, yeah, we're we're making decent profit right now. But it took us a while to get started, and then we were not able to learn to clone dogs or cats uh, for many years after we actually started collecting cells. Um, but now we are producing both dogs and cats. Uh, as well as some other pets, but dogs and cats primarily, and horses, of course, cattle. Um, and um, it's, it's, it's turning out to be um, a successful business. We'll actually be able to drop our prices, uh, I think, in the maybe next year or two. We currently charge $50,000 for one guaranteed clone puppy and 35000 for one guaranteed clone um, kitten, if you end up with more, there's no additional charge. And so uh, that's that's our business model right now. I'm, that's quite expensive. It is quite expensive, but it's at the same time, not at the same time, again, this is just mad that this is actually happening. What are the is the legalities in America around this, that this is perfectly legal, a legal thing to do? Absolutely. There's no, no legal issue anywhere in the world at this point that I know of. Um, and especially with dogs and cats. The issues we had with cattle and other livestock had to do with food safety. But once we proved that um, food, meat, or milk from animals uh, was food safe, then we, we were no longer issued any problems with, with that, or it's not been regulated. But, uh, no, there's no legal issues. Um, we do have... Uh, a large number of clients in Europe, including clones. Uh, I don't have any clone in Ireland. I do have customers from Ireland that have had their cells produced and are stored with us. Because uh, I'm trying to think here now, like there could be a massive opportunity if you're going into cloning racehorses here. You know, obviously yeah. the, 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 they're put out to breed or whatever, and they're yeah. put out to, what's this, the stag? What's the word I'm looking for? The, the stud. Stud, yeah, stud farms and stuff like that. I, I'm sure there's got to be some interest from people like that who want to take a champion horse mm -hmm. and then bring them back there from the is, dead. <laughs> there is tremendous interest, but tremendous control of that because the people who do the study and the last thing they want to do is to lose that business. Yeah. And 
and so the racehorse business is highly controlled. Um, where 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 the most horses that are being cloned for sport anyway are is in Argentina with the uh, polo horses. A great number of the polo horses now are are cloned. In fact, one of the lead leading polo riders in the world has 100 clones of his horse, and that's all he uses now. He continues to dominate the industry. That's insane. That's what I mean. Like, is it a form of um, performance Cheating. enhancing? Well, kind of. Yeah. Is it? A, is it? A, you know, because because if you can guarantee, if you have enough money to guarantee that, you know, there's no look at the draw here with the horse you're getting. You can guarantee that you have a physically dominant uh, polo horse, whatever. Is there an element of of performance enhancing? I suppose stuff behind that, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about that, and and. One of the things that we're learning from cloning is what is genetically, um, you know, inherited, and 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 how much does the environment uh, contribute? And uh, so we're seeing more and more, particularly with diseases and other other issues with with uh, pets, uh, we're, we're we're beginning to see what 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 is transferred and what isn't. Um, one of the more interesting things I think is that if you have a mixed breed dog or or cat, which most people do now. Um, if you breed them naturally, one half of those genes are going to be more dominant than the other half. So you're not going to get an exact copy of your dog or cat or even a, a similar copy in many cases. But with cloning, you're going to get 100%. So if you have a really interesting combination between a, you know, a golden retriever and a poodle, um, you're going to end up with a, a very exact copy of that. Um, and so the physical features are almost always totally transferred, with the exception of coat coat patterns, which are not genetically transferred. So if you have a spotted horse, uh, the horse's spots are going to be in different places or in different configurations. But other physical features, the more important ones, you know, the, the health, the uh, strength, uh, those, those aspects will be uh, actually transferred to your clone. What kind of clients are coming to you? I have, and I have in my my freezers, and I have a very large number of of animals. I have animals that are owned by Russian oligarchs, and even a homeless man in Colorado, um, and everywhere between. I have mostly, you know, people who just love their pets, and they they have the most exceptional pet they've ever had. And they want to reproduce that. And um, these are from all over the world. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.